Thank you all very much for your um, midterm check-in presentations for your capstone. I'm eager to see what you all come up with at the um, end. And um, those of you who were actually prepared for today's presentations, I do want to thank you all for being prepared. It scares me when students walk in and I say, okay, midterm today. And they go, what? That scares me. Okay. So I need for you all to make sure that you are preparing. When I listened to your presentations, almost to the person in here, almost every person in here mentioned that you had trouble uh, with blocked websites. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So I really want to know your opinion on, because the filter we have set, set up is a very, very strict filter. It's, it, I think it's set up through GoGuardian. I'm not really sure, but I need to know your opinion on how this is affecting you as a student and getting your things together and getting uh, your sites organized and staying on task and getting over that hill of difficulty because we're working on executive functioning skills here and I really need to know what you feel about this website, the blocking these websites and how that could possibly interfere with your projects or your executive functioning skills when trying to get through a project. So anybody? Um, okay, go ahead. I was going to say um, that the hardest part for me was the websites that were blocked were the ones that were easy to understand because I went downstairs in the library where everything's unblocked and it was when I clicked on the websites that I saw on my computer I clicked on them and it was so easy to understand and read and then ones that on my laptop that were more not blocked were the most difficult thing you will ever understand that was like scientists literally was like all right we're going to do all this research we're going to do all this testing and then just put it all into a word document and be like all right here this is so all it was more like an academic site yeah, that it you was got. it was so do you know why some of your sites were blocked did they did, were you told why some of them were blocked i wasn't okay do you know how to get them unblocked I, okay anybody else have a comment um i think in some aspects it's necessary to have you know it, stuff blocked of course but um i mean to the extent that they have it too is kind of ridiculous how many sites did you have blocked can you remember i had a lot like i was trying to look up stuff for a uh for like musical artist for my paper and i couldn't find any I, it was very hard to find scholarly like accepted resources for a while is it, was it blocked because you think because of music uh, uh, category or something else? I don't really know. It was mainly, uh, I don't know. I mean, and a lot of the research for for like the benefits of it for learning how to play guitar were blocked, and I don't I don't know the reason for that either. But did you get them unblocked? Uh, I found I found my way around. I found other resources that I could use. Okay. Anybody else have a comment? I believe you were doing one on drugs and tell me about how difficult that was. Oh. I mean, my whole paper centered around, you know, how drugs were made and processed. Of course, it was blocked. So it was really hard to find a big chunk of my paper, like the research wise. You think it was because of the category of, of drugs, Possibly, drugs and alcohol? Yeah, yeah. Anybody else get blocked and, and think you may have known the category that was blocked? Also, like, they don't, we're not allowed to access YouTube or anything. 
and a lot of like my really good sources came from documentaries and like and YouTube videos from like news sites. Y'all can't on, y'all can't get on YouTube. We can, no. but uh, it's mostly blocked. We can get on the site. We just can't watch any videos at yeah. all in, under whatever category. Even if that's part of your research, can you get them unblocked? Wait, we can't watch. We can't watch any videos. We cannot. I've tried. Um, tried. Well, that's frustrating. Yeah. Indeed. Well, do you understand why maybe some of the why YouTube might be blocked? Yeah. Because some of the oh, stuff in it, but yeah, for sure. Okay, but for research, it is kind of difficult. I mean, and I don't know if they can can they put a setting on it where like some are allowed. Um, you can ask for a particular site to be unblocked. I think I'm not really sure how our filter works. I would like to know more about I it. I never had a site that was unblocked, even though I asked. Yeah, that's nothing ever got trying. unblocked. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Okay. Any questions or comments or anything about our filter and the blocking of sites and what you might suggest to make it better? For me, on Google Scholar, it was harder for me to find information than it was just on regular Google because more than half the the links that I clicked on were all books. And, or if it wasn't just a book, I would click on it and it'd be like, all right, here's the article. It's a good article, but you have to pay like $25 for it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, okay. okay. so that's different. That's yeah. right. I also think a few of my sites from like Google Scholar were blocked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot, yeah like a mass majority. A of lot them. of mine, a lot of, like, mostly when I use Google Scholar, it was blocked. Really? Google yeah. Scholar's blocked. Okay, well, I'll have to look into that too. Okay, thank y'all very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, my name is Jordan, and my I'm in 12th grade. I'm taking civics. Uh, my driving question is, what are the factors that contribute to why the opioid epidemic is unsolvable. And I chose this topic because um, the opioid epidemic kind of fascinates me on why it cannot be stopped and why we can't take all the illegal drugs off the streets. And as my final project, I kind of hope to have like a, a drug seminar to promote um, less drug use and how to deal with people you know that are addicted to substance abuse. And to research, I used um, DEA sources. I looked a lot on the FDA. I researched pharmaceutical companies. I used a lot of scholarly posts that talks about the um, history of drugs and how it's shaped in today. I used some articles from the Washington Post that have also commented on the issue. And some problems I faced were the research on the school computers because some websites were blocked because it mentioned drugs. But a simple unblocking of a website is how I solved them. And I hope to be done with this project late April and then finish it with my speech.
Hi, my name is Taylor, and my presentation is going to be about how to maintain natural hair, natural unrelaxed hair. I am in civics and I am in 12th grade. I chose this topic because I wanted to learn the different ways to maintain my hair when it was wet and when it was dry. For my final project, I will be making a shampoo and conditioner and oils for my hair and other African-American hair. My source, some of my sources I have used so far have been on Google Scholar. They have included natural oils and chemicals, what not to use and what to use for the product I will be making. Some problems I have faced on my sources have been how to make the product and doing the research because some of the sources have been blocked. I have overcome those problems by going to the administration and they have been helping me unblock some of my sources and allowing me to type on their computer and look up research for myself. Kennedy. I am in the 12th grade and the course I am taking is civics. My 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 um, driving question is, how does the history of scoliosis affect me? I chose this topic because I experienced the spinal surgery myself. The sources that I used so far was Harvard Health, um, um, scoliosis, um, and kids' health. The 
the problems that I faced was trying to make a works-cited page. I overcame them by using a citation machine. Um, I laid out my calendar for completing my project on time was next week I will have my paper for capstone done. What's up guys? My name's Reagan. I am in 12th grade and I am in civics. My sharing, my driving question is, what are the benefits and challenges of learning how to play guitar? I chose this topic because I have a guitar in my room that I had no idea what to do with. <clears throat> my final, my final hope for this project is that I'll be able to learn how to play guitar and play it fluently. Uh, the sources I've used so far are several, I've used medical things showing, medical research showing how it can benefit your mental capacity and learning skills. And I've used uh, various biographies to for guitarists in my paper, paper project, yeah. Um, some challenges I've over I've uh, overcome is uh, sources. I, I could not find sources on many things because of blocked websites, and just learning how to play guitar in general. It's very difficult. Um, I hope to complete this project uh, around April. Thank you. My name is Hunter. I'm in the 12th grade and I'm taking civics. My driving question is, is the internet good or bad? I chose this topic because I enjoy the internet and I know a lot about it. I use Google Scholar for my research. I struggled with blocked websites and deadlines. I hope to be done by the deadline. My name is Devin, I'm in civics and I'm in 12th grade. My driving question is how are packages delivered? I chose this topic because I've always been interested in it and how it works. Um, some sources I've used have been magazines and the internet and I haven't really faced that many problems except for certain websites being blocked when I'm trying to do research. And I'm hoping to finish this by the deadline. so we're on offense, we're hitting, and I've got a runner at first base. I'll go through a series of, of hand gestures or whatever that only my players and I know that I want you to steal on this pitch. I want you to steal second base, okay? Uh, or my hitter, hey, 
I want to hit and run, he's going to steal, I want you to hit behind him. Or if I want you to bunt, whatever that signal may be, that's a sign, okay? Now, on the flip side, if I'm the pitching coach and I'm giving signs to my catcher to relay to the pitcher, what I want you to throw to this hitter in this particular count. So you've all seen catchers, they give the signs, one fastball, two curveball, three slider, four change, whatever. Um, and so I'll be in the dugout giving signals, I want this pitch thrown to this hitter in this location, da da da. So catcher looks at the coach, gets the sign, gives it to the pitcher, pitcher throws. Now, I'm gonna preface this by saying, baseball's the hardest sport out there, okay? And you can snicker all you want, there's no sport harder. And I'll tell you why. Sorry, hitting a baseball is the hardest thing in, in, in sports, okay? Because pitch, pitcher throwing 90 miles an hour, round ball, round bat, with movement, that's, that's, we've all played golf. People compare golf and baseball. Golf's the hardest, because you got it, but it's a stationary ball, and sometimes you can hit it right. Anyway, back to signs. So, if, if I'm giving a signal to the catcher to give to the pitcher, okay, would it be in your advantage as a hitter if you knew what pitch was coming? Yes. yes. In theory, yes. Because, okay, if I know a curveball's coming, well, I'm not going to be, you know, off balance. I'm going to know this is how the curveball looks, and I'm going to stay back, and I'm going to hit it. So the, um, the, the theory that stealing signs helps your team, <coughs> yes and no. you still got to hit the, hit the baseball or whatnot. Um, and so when if I know a fastball is coming, which is typically a straighter, you know, ball has no very little movement. Some have more, but I can sit back and I can be ready to hit the fastball if I know it's coming. So the the thought of sign stealing, um, and and I'm not stealing is is a term that is used especially of late with all this uh, the Astros. Um, publicity on, on their sign stealing. Um, stealing kind of takes the term of illegal um, gathering of information. Okay, so if I watch another, another team, another coach give signals, and I used to do this when, when I was coaching baseball, I'd have people in the dugout that weren't playing or they were backups or whatever, they would, we taught them to watch the coach watch the signals. If you can pick up a pattern, every time he touches his right ear, fastball's coming. Well, you test that out over the course of an inning or two, and if you have their signs, I call it gathering information. If they're gonna give a sign, and, and I'm freely able to look at that sign, and I can figure out what your pattern is, I don't call that stealing, I call it gathering information. You're giving the information, I figured it out. That's not stealing. Now, what, what the Astros and, and that group is accused of is videotaping signs. Because if you notice, is that a picture of a catcher up here? Yeah. All right, you notice the catcher right there. They're in that position, and they typically will hide the signs so nobody can see it but the pitcher, right? Okay, there's a reason, you know, so they don't quote-unquote steal signs. If I know two's a curveball universally, and I see him plop down a two, well, I know a curveball's coming. So I can tell, I can let my hitter know in, in my way, you know, say, Evan, you're hitting, okay? And, and if you hear me call your first name, that means fastball's coming. Come on, Evan, hit the baseball, Evan, let's go, buddy. 
Coach just told me fastball's coming. I'm sitting dead red fastball, boom. Okay? So, but if I don't know, you know, I don't know. And, and so you're up there, not guessing, but you're, you know, playing the counts and, and understanding things like that. So what, what the Astros are alleged, accused of, is videotaping and getting that information elsewhere. That constitutes illegal stealing of signs, and that's where they got busted. Getting signs or figuring out the other team's signs, is, there's nothing illegal about it because every baseball coach does it. Every football coach, you see the signs on the, on the sidelines with different pictures of stuff, they all mean something to the offense or the defense. You'll see coaches over there doing all kinds of crazy stuff. They're signaling in. Okay, If, if, if the other team figures it out, well, then you need to change your signs because they're easy to get. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Questions? You've had one. Yes. So, is that one of the reasons why when the catcher on the part squatting, they do kind of like this? They, like they're, after, they're, only after the hit, yeah. hitter turns away? Well, yeah. Typically, catcher will look into the dugout, get the sign, and then he'll cover cover here because the third base coach can look. Okay? And then he'll give the sign outside fastball, fastball in, you know, whatever the sign may be. And the, and the pitcher will acknowledge, all right, boom, and now we're gone. Okay, and now he's gonna gonna pitch that pitch. Okay, I there there have been catchers that don't hide and and they'll ugh. well I can anybody can see that that's not stealing you just told me a fastball's coming. Okay, so there's a difference you see you see what I'm saying if they're trying to hide it and and a lot of times you can the actual sign I've picked up signals where it doesn't matter because watch this if if I'm a, if I'm a catcher and I'm throwing fastball. And I sit like this, boom, curveball. I'm up here. My my body position changed, so the catcher just told me he's up in a position where he can move left or right. So chances are curveballs coming because curveballs what? They move. Okay, so he's got to be more athletic to move. I didn't steal the sign. He showed me what he was throwing. I never realized that. That's just there's that's a lot more to look at in baseball than I thought. Oh yeah, and, and watch this. A lot of times, especially. If uh, um, pitchers on the mound, I'm at third base, and he holds the ball back here, they'll grip the pitch that they're throwing before they go in the glove. So I'll watch from here into the glove. Fingers go together, knuckle curve, spread out, two seam, four seam fastball. I'll know before. I don't even have to look at the catcher because the pitcher's going to tip tip the pitches as he's going into the glove. Yes. I taught all my pitchers balls in the glove at all times. And you can go manipulate it what you want. Typically, they won't, won't get the signal. She had a question. Give her some time. Yes, ma'am. I don't know. Like, how did they see? Like, how did they know they had a camera? That I don't know the details. I don't know the details on how they did it. But watch this. See? Okay. That's TV. TV's got the, they have that picture. So if they if they not hack into, you know, have a, have a video camera in the dugout, TV's up, boom, boom. That's the illegality of it. It's that's, the electronic, that's the questionable part. It's the electronic stealing that's yeah. the problem. What's a spitball? <laughs> a spitball is when um, typically you put some kind of substance on the ball that makes it move. Oh, okay. I mean, it, I mean it, originally, it, you know, snot, whatever, but typically they've used a lot of different things to make the ball move. Any other questions? Crisco. Mm-hmm. On the tip of their cap, anywhere. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate Anything it. Else? No more questions on science stealing?
that's why I came up here because I like baseball stuff. Yeah. So I can Thank talk you. About this all day. Thank you very much. Have a good day.